Hey, April 12th. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Living Room Sports Talk. Here, Macaulay, Zach Rothenberger here, a little Easter edition. Uh, and, you know, the you know, we're just we're clocking in, Zach. We're still we're, we're going in and we're grinding it out. I've got to love it. That's right. We're putting in some overtime here on Easter Sunday. Yeah, exactly. You know, we got to keep everyone entertained. And I feel bad because I feel like this was always a time of year where, well, obviously, it's like the, like the NFL or not the NFL, the NHL playoffs are starting, the NBA playoffs are starting. Like, it's usually a really exciting time. Like, the Masters sometimes take place on Easter. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, kind of honestly forgot how much, like, because, right, you think about Thanksgiving and you think about Christmas and you think about even like the 4th of July at baseball, but like, you don't really think about how there's actually a lot of good sports on Easter. Oh, I know. Like you said, uh, you know, for example, this year, would this would be Masters Sunday. I mean, you can't get a bit much better than that. And, and yeah, playoffs, oh, it's, it's tough. I, I don't know how I'm going to be when, when sports come, comes back, like life drastically for the good, obviously. It's going to be weird for sure. When it comes back, that's the thing when it comes back, like, I, I, like, cause your, your schedule completely changes. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's like everything changes after that. Like, cause we just went through a world, where, like I said, we're so used to everything, like, you know, being no sports and then you bring it back. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to be weird. Um, but we got a fun show. Like I said, it's going to be kind of an Easter edition. So, um, what do you say we get things warmed up uh, with a little clickbait? Yeah, let's do clickbait, it. Yeah. Clean up. I should say really. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Let's do it. You want me to start? Would you? Like yeah. Let's also, yeah. You want to rock and roll? Sure. Yeah. So the other day, um, ESPN rolled out like their quarterback, you top 10 colleges that's produced like the best quarterbacks to go to the NFL or just in general, best college quarterbacks. They've done it for running backs as well. And uh, I think wide receivers too. But I have an issue with the quarterback one. I mean, the order in itself is is jacked up, in my opinion. But the fact that Ohio State is on there, I mean, they made number 10, but the fact that Ohio State is on there. Aren't, aren't they known for not having good quarterbacks? Like, that's the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> They're known for quarterbacks who get drafted, like, fairly early, and then they, they turn out to be a dud. Yeah, because Wayne Haskins, they're um, they're the product of a team where it's at, like they always have a good defense, good running backs. Like the, and I'm not trying to like knock on the quarterbacks that go there, but you could argue, right? Like you said, they all do really well there. Then they drop off. You could make the arguments a little bit like Duke basketball players, right? Like how a lot of not maybe so much now, but like ten years ago, right? Like mm-hmm. we would have said like Elton Brand and Grant Hill were like the big names, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like before like Kyrie Irving and stuff. Like it's the, kind of the same idea, at least I I think. Yeah, I mean, and to put Ohio State in there and to not have Michigan, like like University of Michigan, like Tom Brady, obviously. Yeah, right. Ryan, Here, let's look at the graph. I'm going to pull up for, for our viewers real quick. So, all right, so number 10 was Ohio State. Number nine was Texas A&M. Number eight was Florida. Number seven was Auburn. This is actually good, too, because I'm helping out our Spotify. <laughs> the people who can't listen live so they can Perfect. listen to this on Spotify. Yeah, so I'm going to read the graphic for them. So, like I said, I'll backtrack real quick. So, number 10 was Ohio State. Nine was Texas A&M, eight was Florida. And I love how they have in this graphic, they have like the name, they have like three names to kind of talk about these guys. Yeah. Seven was Auburn, six was uh, Louisville, five was Florida State, four was Texas. And I love how Major Applewhite's the name. Uh, I remember yeah. watching him when I was like a little that. kid. What? Yeah. Oregon's three, uh, Oklahoma's two, USC's one. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma. What about you? What about Cal, man? Like you got Jared Goff and Aaron Rodgers right there. That's better than any list. That you, I mean, like, yeah, come on, hundred percent, absolutely. I mean, like, like for example, <sighs> yeah, Texas A&M. Okay, yeah, Ryan Tannehill. Okay, yeah, Johnny Manziel. I mean, what did he do besides stuff off the field, right? Right. Um, Kellen Mond. Yeah, he's good, but like, not in the NFL yet. <laughs> like, I, you know, I don't know. Um, like Michigan, they're off the list. They got Tom Brady, Brian Greasy, Elvis Gerbach, Chad Henney. I mean, J- even Jim Harbaugh. Like. There's five. I mean, I know they're only less than three, but you could rattle off five right there. Oh, yeah. And, and Notre Dame, you got Joe Montana, um, Jim Theismann, and Brady – I mean, Brady Quinn. Okay, yeah, but, like, you can argue. <laughs> that's that's ESPN just being like, hey, throw something out there. Yeah, like this order is so extremely jacked up too. I mean – Well, all right, I need to look at this list again. <laughs> this is so bad. Uh, let's start with Florida. Rex Grossman was like their leadoff, like one. That's not good. No. Um, Tim Tebow is really, you know, I'm not too deep with Florida football, but Tim Tebow is probably the best one out of those. Yeah, three. like I like I would That's give them that because he was a winner. But like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't like this. Like list. Auburn with Jason Campbell, Cam Newton, and Jared Stidham. To me, they should be higher than seven. I think mainly because of Cam. Newton. What about like? Um, I'm trying to think. Even like Purdue. Like Drew Brees went there. Like you yeah, can't like Kyle I'm Orton, just, Kyle yes, went there. Yes, like <laughs> yeah. like that's just you're telling me he's like Kyle Orton was just as good as Major Apple White. Like, I mean, come on, yeah. like 
like, you say Michigan State with Kirk Cousins and uh, Connor Cook. I mean, Connor Cook was an XFL quarterback. Yeah, definitely. You know. Oh, and um, then Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton was in the league too. He played from. Yeah, I mean, you could say Penn State too with uh, Todd. Uh, Blackledge, uh, Kerry Collins. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even Michael Robinson having a good career in the NFL, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Penn State's definitely in that conversation. Yeah, so, you know, there's there's a ton of questionable if even half these teams should be on Dude, I hate these graphics. That's what, and I'm not trying to just like tee off on ESPN, but it's like, right, like that, in a weird way, they're partially why we do what we do right now. It's because we just shrug and we just say like, I hate turning on TV, right? Like I can't stand, flipping it on and it's right it's it's the argument it's like is this guy going to be better than like tom brady yes or no it's like just stop like yeah. that's just such bad it's content cheap. yeah it's, it's like you said it's clickbait yeah because they're struggling to churn any any type of content out right now say figure all let's make lists and get get people fired up yeah, get the people going yeah right <laughs> Jeez. all right i'll tell you so I'll, I'll go with mine mine's a little bit different there's not even a graphic to pull up and <laughs> i'm gonna kind of i guess explain mine everyone's gonna be like where like this isn't even an art like what's the clickbait but so they announced that the NFL playoffs, like obviously are going to expand. And part of this whole CBA agreement, I guess with part of the rights is like, obviously I guess like CBS, will get an extra game. Fox, will get an extra, like all that stuff. Right. Cause there's just more games to be had. And what they announced though was because I guess they're part of the affiliate that Nickelodeon will be taking the other CBS game. I actually, Zach, I swear. I thought this was like an April fool's joke when I read it. I really did. Yeah. Cause I was just like, nah, like that doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense. But so it's all right. So then I, I read this further. This is great. The explanation was phenomenal. It was basically saying um, it is going to be the game meant for more of a younger audience. Okay. That's, <laughs> How are they going to do that? Uh, right. I was about to say, there's my clickbait right there. I, I just see, like, what? Yeah. It's, it's a playoff game. Like, yeah, there is, yeah. yeah there, there is no. Like, well, like this is like, cause basically, and I'm not trying to insult any fan bases or kids that are learning the game, but really the way I look at it is I'm saying, okay, so if you're saying you want this cater for a younger audience, you're almost saying it's more built for right. The elementary style fan that doesn't maybe know a whole lot. The fans that might not care enough. Like if there's an extra, right? Like Philadelphia would not enjoy a playoff game where you had kids saying like, you know, the fans out there, they're having a lot of fun eating that hot dog out there with me. Like, you know, yeah. like, no, one's, yeah. no one cares about that. So no. You're, no one's dumping slime on a commentator and, and you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so my thought is I'm like, one, this idea sucks. And two, if you're the team that they recommend and say, okay, you're that like, right. You're the, you're the ESPN four o'clock game on Saturday now, basically is the insult, right? Like that. You're mm-hmm. like, like the bills, Texans, like whatever that game, yeah. like seriously, the bills find themselves on Nickelodeon. They'll be like, what the hell is this? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand how they could possibly make it more kid friendly unless they were to have like a like a SpongeBob commentating the game. And yeah, well, like have someone like a Squidward outfit down the sideline. Like, oh, yeah, like, oh. like <laughs> yeah. it, it just doesn't. Like, I, I also don't think it's gonna. Like, I don't get the idea. You know what I no. mean? Like, it's. I'm no. a big believer. Like, right when you look at things and look at like expansion and growth of business, it's like right, like especially in like the sports world when they're trying to like reach out to an audience or do these things like NBA in China or like things like that. Right, like. I kind of struggle. I'm like, this is like, you're targeting like the kids that would rather watch Nickel. Like they're not really that interested in your football. Like if they're watching Nickelodeon over the NFL playoffs, like it's, I don't like, and what type of demographic are you aiming for? It's just people that are probably going to grow up to not like, I'm not, I'm not trying to like, I, I love Nickelodeon. I'm basically, I'm saying that, right. If you're, if you're more interested in what's on that channel when the NFL playoffs are on, like, mm-hmm. I don't like them reaching coming, coming into your living room. I don't think that's going to make like great strides. Basically what I'm saying. No, not at all. I mean, it's similar to like the NCAA when they have true TV broadcasting you know, <laughs> March madness games. It's like, what, who even heard of true TV? You know what I mean? Oh, so, I, oh they have always uh, in practice. It, it's funny. They have impractical jokers, I guess. And they always like roll out. I feel like so many of like the different like shows they have on it, like, mm-hmm. like during that time, like, Oh, like I know you're just watching it for March madness, but <laughs> you know, that whole thing. Yeah, uh, they try to push other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't see it sticking with the whole Nickelodeon thing unless they're I, just trying to I reach for like a business agreement to use their channel. You it's know? just a reach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way they can make it more kid friendly, especially playoffs. That's cutthroat football. So. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. like it's the fight to the death. It's like it's when you think of what's like if I said to you, Hey, Zach, have you ever broke a TV over something? Like you'd say no, and I'd say okay, but if you were to do it, like what do you think is the first thing that would make you do such a thing? You'd be like. Giants oh, playoffs. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Like it's not yeah. even you have to think it over. It's like, it's like, it's no, a lot. It, like, like playoff football brings out a lot of savagery from fans, you know, both at the game and at home. So yeah, we want to expose, you know, a more kid friendly audience to that. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's no good, but I'll tell you, we got a good, we got a good Easter show lined up. We have some fun segments, all kind of Easter springtime related, you know, we even got like a Passover thing in there. So we're, we're keeping everyone in the, it's great. That's we got, right. we got everyone's, yeah, everyone's kind of for, this is going to be some fun stuff today. 
Um, and hopefully, like I said, people are just, you know, with their families or they're not, they can't be with their families. Um, and they want to just hang out. And like I said, get, jump in the chat. We'd love to hear from you guys. And, and like I said, here, talk a little bit about some sports and football, a little bit, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but right. all right, let's start with this. So um, we talked about, so we're going to kind of do a little theme with all of our, our, all of our segments. So for this Easter one, for the first one we'll bring up is eggs, Easter eggs, right, Zach? Yeah. We're going to talk about what is the biggest egg that was laid in sports, <laughs> biggest egg in your opinion that was laid in sports i'll let you go first yeah so i'm gonna go with something recent when we first started up the show i'm gonna really? go with yeah which i don't know if i would say it's the biggest in sports history but it's the when i when we first talked about this this is like pop right into my mind sure um deontay wilder against fury too oh little, <laughs> little scrapper yeah i mean you know he showed up and the public was pretty much the non like the non diehard boxing fans were convinced. I mean, I was convinced too that Wilder, because of his power, was going to knock out Fury. You know, it was done. I mean, to those who saw the fight, I mean, my man didn't even show up. His biggest no, he didn't. his biggest appearance was his uh, his his costume. wardrobe, his costume. Well, and dude, you know me, I'm someone that's not really like a like to put to say I'm a casual boxing fan would be would be a compliment. Mm -hmm. um and i remember texting i was like is this supposed to happen he's getting his ass beat like a drum like yeah didn't like it it was yeah that was horrible for all the hype that was built up and that's what i mean like it was such a letdown like all the people that either just in spirit were rooting for him or bet on him especially like it was the seventh round tko i mean fury looked phenomenal and wilder didn't look like he prepared at all no it was horrible you know um but I'll tell you, I'll mix it up. I'm going to go with, with something a little, a little different. Okay. Kind of a different angle. So I feel like we talk all the time, especially because I, I, I'm upset that I'm drawing a blank on what the anniversary was this year. Or wait, no, I'm sorry. It was what? 40 years, right? 40 yeah, years. Yeah. yeah. It's not that hard. 40 years for the miracle on ice. Yeah. If I can't do simple arithmetic, 80, 2000, 20, that's 40. <laughs> that's not that hard. Okay. So even for journalism guys, that's not that bad. But anyway, so, okay. So miracle on ice is 40 years ago. And I couldn't help but think about it when we were talking about eggs. I know, like, look, I, we're patriotic America all the way. Like, woohoo. But right. I started thinking, I was like, man, the Soviets, they chose. Like you really, like, when you act like we never, none of us like really want to like explore that side of that whole matchup. Cause we just want to like harp on the good times of winning and the upset. Now Michael's with the call, but like, <laughs> seriously, when you start thinking about the Soviets, like when going back to that game, I, I, I'm mad. I don't have, they outshot I, <laughs> to that point. I don't even remember what the number was. I didn't write it down. Cause I was rushing to get these highlights in of them. Look at like, if you look on our Twitch channel, I'm showing the B roll right now of them playing that like the final 30 seconds, they're just skating lazily around. They look like the flyers. Like when it's like the game's over, like, <laughs> right. Like it, it's funny. Cause I actually was joking with, with, uh, with Joe, my roommate. And I was saying like, you would think with like 30 seconds left, those guys would be thinking like their lives are on the line. Like they're going to die. They're going to get shot. They lose a game like this. And then upset this magnitude. Um, and I know ESPN did the 30 for 30, uh, like I said, on that whole game. And like, I guess like with the side of the Soviets, but right. Like we don't talk about that. That is such a choking game. Like, and I get, you can say, Oh, well, Kieran, a broken clock's right twice a day. Oh, Kieran, it's any given Sunday. That whole, that whole get up. No, no, no. Like if we played like Jamaica and football, like there would never like 0.0% of the time we should ever lose. Like, right. Like, because they didn't even have football over there. So it's like, it's the same. I'm like, you can't, you can't lose that game to the Soviet. Great, I guess we had hockey, but they were college kids. These guys yeah. were working the NHL, and yeah. then they played a bunch of college kids. And it's funny because I'm going to get into partying and, and and not being able to, you know, be ready to rock and roll for a big game later on. A fun little segment we're going to have, but for right now, that's what I'm saying. Right, like it was a horrible. It was horrible. Yeah, and and that especially that time of like in history, in 1980, you know, between those two countries, and like whenever you're in any sport, like Olympic or Olympic game when you're representing your country going in against another country, it means a lot more than just any other normal hockey game. You know what I mean? So yeah. for them to fall that hard. Yeah. Arguably the biggest egg laid ever sports history. Like good guy. I, there, and the funny thing is, like I said, if you look at like, and think of like some of the things that happened, they gave up a goal with one second to go in the period. That's like that. Like if you actually think from a Soviet perspective, that game, that game brings you to your knees. You're like, first yeah. of all, every shot that went in for the, like that the Americans took went in pretty much. Yeah. And second of all, you're seriously, a guy leaps over the boards and they're making one last rush with like six seconds left. And Mark Johnson scores with one, like literally once. I remember when I saw that, like the movie as a kid, the miracle on ice, I seriously thought that was just the Hollywood part of it. And then when I looked up, like when they, like the box score of it, it at least says like 19, like, you know, 59, like goal score. Like, I was like, Oh my yeah. God. Or I guess 01 or whatever, like with one second, like, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Um, yeah. No. So 
it, that to me, like that's such an egg. And like I'm saying, I'm pulling up this, this, uh, or I'm pulling up the, actually, you know, it's funny talking about eggs was that graphic. I was pulling up the other graphic of the ESPN, but I'm looking at this, like, it's just like, they're not really skating. It looks like they got like, like weights in their skates. <laughs> just um, a lack of effort, which you can't have that. especially No, you can't, not magnitude. in the Olympics. And no. like, you're right with the magnitude of that game. I, I like, cause here's the thing. Wouldn't you be turning it on the last minute? Look at these guys. They're like, just kind of lottie dotting up the ice, dumping chase, dumping chase against college kids, yeah. Zach. Yeah, it's horrible. That's inexcusable. No good. inexcusable. Yeah, it's horrible. So I don't know. It's fine. We got, I feel like we got like so many of these like good little segments, like just rolling along here um, with the Easter one. So let's move on to our second one. Okay. Right. So biggest egg was our first one. Second one. Let's look at it from uh, the, the resurrection. Is <laughs> It's a big topic, you know, for Easter. Right. So let's talk about maybe someone who resurrected their career. Yeah. Um, Someone who I think resurrected his career is, you know, arguably the best golfer of all time, I would say would be Tiger Woods. I mean, given everything that happened in his career, just from like an off the, the field issues and then um, just his health, all the surgeries on his back, his knee, all the things he's gone through. And for him to win the Masters last year, bring a little Masters theme into it with, with the weekend we had. Oh, you have um, to. Yeah. I mean, that was arguably one of the most memorable um, masters victories of all time, just because it's, it was 14 years between, <clears throat> excuse me, between victories. It was his fifth ever masters win, which is the second most of all time and his 15th major victory. I mean, in, in, from a golfing perspective in the PGA tour, he's on the older side of things. It's incredible, you know, and he, and he came back to win that masters tournament too. So, and arguably whenever you look at a bet sheet for golf, for any PGA tournament now, he's like in the top five every time, like, the old, like, I'm not going to say the old tiger is back from the dead, but in yeah, a way it kind of is. You're so right. Because yeah. I, I honestly, man, I was one of the, like the big fan, like not, you know, me. I, I hate myself sometimes. I'm like, I'm a really negative sports fan. So like yeah. I, I would put myself in the tiger hate camp because I just thought he was like, kind of like a, like a snob a little bit in the game. Yeah. I, I, first of all, I respected everything he did, but then everything came out and he kind of dropped. And I thought uh, like, you know, he's yeah. done with right. That whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, was wrong. I, yeah. I could not have been any more incorrect about that. I'm, and you're right. And to that point, I'm happy for him too. Like, because you can see the smile on his face. It means a little bit more to him too. Like these wins taste a little bit better for him. Yeah, and just like the reaction that he had with his son when he won the 2009, like last year's Masters, but that hug was so memorable to when Tiger won his first one in 1997 with his dad, like in the same location. Yeah, you just, it's like a, a little bit of a feel good, feel good story. I mean, I'm I absolutely do not agree with his off the course what what happened there. But just from like a, golf, a strictly golfing perspective, yeah, I mean, he absolutely resurrected his career, and he's here as long as he can stay healthy. You know, and it's cool how it comes full circle. By the way, I want to tell anyone that's uh, listening right now and watching us live on Twitch, feel free to chat us in if you guys want to contribute. Because this is not just this is not just you and me. Anyone else wants to contribute? Any so right now, I guess we're looking at bi- biggest resurrections uh, have come for teams or careers. Um, you know, so I guess I'll turn mine around. So I'm going, it's funny because we had we Kyle on the show. If anyone didn't know, yeah, right? <laughs> um, no, but to stick with that Eagles vibe, Michael Vick and Eagles quarterback. So I was going to say Michael Vick to me is a big one. So when I think about it, and, and I'll tell you, I'll use it personal too. Look, I'm a big dog lover. And I'm also a Packers fan that got, who saw the first playoff loss ever, well, not live, but the first mm-hmm. playoff loss ever at Lambeau Field was Michael Vick. So I hated everything about Michael Vick on the Falcons, right? Like he, <laughs> and like, all my friends would be the Falcons and Madden. They just run all over me. And like, right. It was, it was pretty much just a rendition of that playoff game, but it, it was one of those things to be, I guess I'm like lining it up saying like, no, my resume was fully stacked, like to not like him. Yeah. And, and the fact that, so like I was all ready to rock and roll. And then when he came back, it was just unbelievable. Like the, like with Andy Reed and that connection and, and he really changed. Like you could see like what he was doing in the community how he played, like even the way he played on the field, he was more of a leader. He was not that great of a leader, like down Atlanta. He'd admit it, like in some of the documentaries and stuff, right? Like he changed completely as a person. Um, and I'm looking at the chat too. There's one that was mentioned. Nick Foles winning a suit. That's another great one. I mean, my yeah. God, Nick Foles. I mean, do I have the book right here? Did I give it back? I don't know. I have the book somewhere. Yeah, um, that's a great one. I mean, oh my God. I mean, yeah, like he's almost on the, like, well, it's funny they mentioned that because I'm like, can you not cannot do it again? Like <laughs> with the Bears, yeah. <laughs> one resurrection was good. Yeah, like that was like, yeah, we're good it on could that. Could be the second coming. Yeah, right. Again. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm good on the whole second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's well, you yeah. know, like the like the amount of time that comes between the resurrection and the second coming, that's what we need for for the Bears to be good. There but, we go. Perfect. There we go. See, there we go. That's full circle. Um, no, I that's a good one though. And I think but, but like with Michael Vick, though, it was like he really, I mean, because the Eagles, they won the division that year or the year he took over kind of, it was like, what, 2010? Um, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It was, to rub it in with you, it was a miracle at the Meadowlands game. I mean, he led that comeback, though. I mean, yeah. 
I I hate to like slit your wrist, but hey, look, I, I'm gonna I do it too. Like yeah. I mean, Penny, like walk me through that a little bit. Like just how, like I mean, like, people don't just do that. Yeah. So I think it was the other the other night you and I were talking about if if we've ever cried like sad tears during yeah. that was the closest I ever came to actually crying sad. I've cried happy tears, but not sad. And that was the absolute closest. I, I could still to this day flip out over Matt Dodge dude, kicking, make, you know, punting what, the ball. Why did he do that? Like there's always that image of Tom Coughlin screaming at him off the field at the end of the game. I like, I, cause they literally told him specifically don't do it. And if I remember correctly, we were up, I think by 21 points and then yeah. the Eagles just came marching back. Yeah. It was tied. And then we were like, all right, worst case, I guess we're going to go to overtime. And, Nope. Mr. Dodge. See, the thing is, <laughs> dude, I'm not trying to be that guy. I, that's what helped us win the Super Bowl because the Packers won the Super Bowl that year and we were I'm chasing you guys to you. get this. Well, then we, <laughs> I, will, I mean, and then to that point, like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like whip you and crucify you here at the whole, the whole thing. Um, but then you guys played us, I think the next week up in Lambeau. And like, I, that was basically a playoff game because we lost, we were out. Mm-hmm. So we had to win that game. And then, and then it was like a winner. Like we beat the bears. We were in week 17, which we did. Um, which is ironic too, because we knocked them out in the playoffs. But yeah. okay, I'm not going on a Packers fairy tale tour. But but no, I mean, like that's funny. Let's talk about that for a second. Crying over sports. I can tell you when I cried over sports. Fourth and twenty six, I cried over sports. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think. See, you're right. Now I just get angry. Now yeah. I just get like really upset. Um, see, Chad think- saying that Dodge was too afraid he dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah you was thinking more about catching the catching, catching the uh, long snap because that's the one thing like right like it is kind of weird. it's almost like if, if the manager in baseball said do not swing at the first pitch whatever you do do not swing at the first pitch and you swing at the and first swing, pitch it's like yeah. kind of the same thing it's like because you don't want a fastball to go by you and be like all right well there it was yeah there's no excuse like you can't just be like oh well you know like i, I thought it was a good it was a good enough it was my pitch i think no like yeah like just don't do it like I, it yeah. doesn't make i don't know it doesn't make any sense yeah I just remember being being in uh going back to high school that day and you know that following Monday and it wasn't good. It was not good. <laughs> That's that had been had been hell. Yeah, <laughs> had been hell. It I, was. I feel for you. Okay, well let's move on. Let's go to all right, let's go to um let's go to uh, let's shuffle up a little bit. Okay, so got a couple of Easter segments. Let's let's jump in. Like I said, not everyone celebrates Easter. Let's do it. Passover's going on as well. Let's do yeah. one Passover related one. That's maybe someone that's been passed over in the draft. Someone that was overlooked. Yeah. So one that really sticks out to me, who to me has been almost like an Iron Man, is Albert Pujols. He was drafted. Really? Yeah, he was drafted in the 13th round of the 1999 draft, which was like I think 402nd overall. He was. I apologize too. I, that was the one box I forgot to load with his highlights. So you can the, oh. audience, the audience can you know they can they can thank Kieran for for not having highlights. Of Albert Pujols going yard against the, right, the Cubs. He's he's going yard many times. So the power of visualization <laughs> is what we're looking for here. Um, Do your play by play for the Spotify folks. And yeah, just get a real yeah, real paint the picture. <laughs> yeah, I mean his career batting average is, is a three hundred batting average. He's uh, sixth all time in home runs ever hit in Major League fourth in RBIs and to think that he was picked in the 13th round, like over 400 people went before him in this draft. And he was the face of the St. Louis Cardinals, you know, for the longest time now he's with the angels. Yeah. He's 40 years old now. So he's on that older side of baseball, but he's still, I mean, he hits around 250, which, you know, not horrible, not great, but he gets around 20, 25 home runs a year, puts up over 60, 70 RBIs. He still, he still plays the role that, that that's needed you know, by his team. And yeah, I mean, for, as far as a baseball career, he's probably had one of the best of all time. Yeah, he really has. And it's, man, the angels really screwed up that off season. It was like CJ Wilson, him. Um, there was someone else in there. Cause I remember the Marlins were actually trying to do something similar with that. Really the, the Cardinals got ready. Cause he won a world series with them right as he left yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's, that's a really good one. Cause like, I honestly kind of forgot he was still in the league. Yeah, I mean he's he's low key. I mean I think he gets kind of lost because of obviously like Mike Trout. Well, Chad, even remember like one of our like, it was like our second podcast I think we ever did. He brought up that he likes the Angels. Well, yeah, damn it, I was about to say he he likes the Angels this year. If there is a year, hmm. and in that moment in time, we thought that there would be a year. So yeah, and he liked the Angels, and he kind of even added in there that that was a point like they had so much firepower. Yeah, like Rendon, Trout. And it's like oh by the way, they got Albert Pujols just like Pujols. hanging out. Like that's yeah. that's and from a leadership perspective, exactly like you said, too. from like all he can offer from like a like a like you're, he's seen everything so yeah. you're right that's a great one yeah and the nice thing i don't know the angels roster like that well but 
he's older, right? So you can rely on him to be your DH. You don't necessarily have to have yeah. him play first base every game for you. So you can kind of save him from when he's needed at bat. And yeah, and I think he's kind of migrated into that role more. Like that was part of, I feel like his decision to like go to the AL, like, so he could kind of play his twilight years a little bit. Yeah. Prolong his career in the DH spot. Yeah. And if I remember when he left, because I remember this, I think he left the Cardinals in like maybe 2013, something Mm -hmm. like that. And he signed, I think the deal was like 10 years. But when he, when they signed him for 10 years, I was like, really? He's going to be playing until he's early early 40s. Well, guess what? He's doing basically doing that now. And he's still producing. He's still playing, filling in his role. I don't know if he's worth, you know, I'm not gonna talk about his contract or anything, but Chad Sober, he's a guy. And he was saying they have some young pitching to go with 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 Trout and Rendon. It's funny he said Albert's the, the position player version of Jamie Moore. And, and I agree. It's funny. Yeah. I was actually I was actually curious. I was gonna say um on the chat, I'm curious what Chad has to say to this. Like, what like how much value as a baseball player does it have having like a 40-year-old like mind, like a hitter like that, like a Ted Williams type guy? Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. like, be able to pick the young pitchers can pick his brain and be like, "Hey, when I throw to guys, can like, 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 right, like he can aid them, like his own young like pitchers develop." I would think, like, that's you know, he know. seems like a stand up guy, so I'm sure he would. He'd be a great mentor for for anyone, you know, right? It's and a like the player or a rookie coming in big leagues, you know, I'm sure he could show them like how to scout out like certain hitters and like things. I would, I would think, yeah, 100. percent So yeah, that's my. I think he was greatly passed over. You know, like I said, 13th round draft pick. Uh, what you got, Karen? I do. I feel like you know, like if you had a guess, like passed over in the draft story, like probably Aaron Rodgers, right? (laughs) I, you know, I didn't like. I was actually, you know, it's funny. I was thinking of doing Aaron Jones. There's a tweet I saw this morning, and I hate. Actually, I might even just pull it up right now on the show. Because no, actually, you know what? I'm doing a live change up. We're going Aaron Jones on this one. I'm going to tell you why. Um, as I float through my Twitter and find his Twitter real quick, so I can see the tweet. Where where did he go to college? So he went to UTEP. Okay, so yeah. right there, there's a there's a school that gets overlooked all the exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Prospects, you know. So he, um, here we go. Bro, thank God it's the first one on his feed. Like that's I didn't have to dig around for it. This is perfect. Um, okay, ready. So Leonard Fournette in the 2017 draft. Leonard Fournette was drafted. Then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 16 running backs between Leonard Fournette and Aaron Jones were drafted. Oh my. I don't have the names. It just literally says like RB, RB. You can see right here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Um, so if, and he's like, arguably like a top five. Yeah. Back like, in the league now. He's gonna, is he going to be a top five fantasy pick, you think, this year? Um, As far as like one through or top five running backs in the pick? Or no, I just think straight. <clears throat> I think he could be. But like McCaffrey, maybe Saquon. Yeah, probably Zeke, right? Um, yeah. I mean, who else we got? Then, yeah, Michael Thomas, maybe, probably, maybe? Alvin Kamara. Yeah, well, probably Cam- maybe Kamara. Michael Thomas was a late first rounder. He last was a year, machine so though last year. I love how the it's. Yeah. This is what I love about fantasy football too. It's great, Zach. I got the. Did I tell you I got the email? No. Oh, dude, I got the email. So this is great. This is great live on on the air when you can see everyone's reaction. For this. So I got our. Uh, we got to upgrade our fantasy football league. So. I'll, the commission will update that and we'll be ready to go again. Oh, for you. What an Easter! What that's a huge Easter egg right there. Exactly, and I'll tell you, yeah, there's a good little treat, little Easter basket treat for you. And, and so, for anyone that that doesn't know, and probably that's why we're gonna probably like lose some viewers just listening and talking about our fantasy football league. But we've had a fantasy football league for quite a long time. Zach won it last year. I actually won it the year before that. And that's right. we're, you know, we're, we're, yeah, we got it's it's a fun well, league. We got like a lot of the, a lot of the characters in the living room that pop on here are, are in that league. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure, especially when the season starts coming out, we'll have a lot more um, we'll of those tales to say. Yeah. But what we do in our league is we have a lottery, so it doesn't actually have to do with the draft. Well, it does have to do with the draft. I should say, like your position in the standings of the year before does not have to do with that. So we have a lottery. So we should do, we should do that though. Like me on the show, we have fun, have the audience oh, in there, see, yeah, there see how go. it works. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Show a thing or two to the fans. Yeah. Um, okay. But I'll tell Okay. So, but yeah, I thought Aaron Jones was a good one though. I like to get, to get back to the actual segment instead of me just rambling on about fantasy football. Yeah, What round, what round was he drafted? It must be, have been a six, mid, maybe yeah, have been a mid or a late six round. Or six. We draft. Guys. All right. So we draft for, oh, let me put it this way. So we drafted three running backs that year. We drafted Jamal Williams, him and, and Devontae Mays. I thought he was the third of the group. I'm pretty. He, he definitely he must have been. Yeah, yeah I know Jamal. I want to see Jamal was the fourth round. Yeah, that's why I want to say he was maybe the sixth. I yeah, thought it was maybe it. like Maze was the fifth and he was the sixth. Yeah, yeah it, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. You know, but no, I think and he's been great. And like, I, dude, he's just such a good guy too. I mean, he comes from like a military family. Like in every broadcast, it seems like everyone just praises him. I know I'm not trying to sit here and just gush on. You know, being a Packers channel right now, discussion all over him. But no, I, I mean, I think that is a good one though. Like, I mean, how many backs got passed over before him? 
Yeah, well, that meant to be that many behind. I mean, he he probably has a tattoo of the number sixteen for all of the running backs in front of him, or yeah. seventeen, whatever it was. Well, I and, mean, the fun, and the thing is, like with the their Rogers one's good too. It's not not because of like that whole thing, but I, I think to myself, man, like how many people were drafted before him? Like Braylon Edwards, like Cadillac Williams, like guys. I'm like, I remember watching him in high yeah. school. Like, but they're not, you know, they're not in the league anymore. Like it's, yeah. Um, but I digress. All right. We have a really fun segment though. So don't, don't go anywhere. If you're, if you're following on Twitch, we want to hear from you guys on the chat as well. This is going to be fun, Zach. I'm excited about this segment. Oh yeah. You're right. This, for is, this is perfect time. Like look at it, it's 1240 Eastern time right now here on Easter Sunday. It's April 12th. Kieran, Zach taking you here. This is great. Yeah. We're having a little fun uh, on this Easter holiday here. So um, like I said, I know for the folks that can't be with their families and, and, and everything going on, you know, everyone, being good social distance warriors this is great stuff so we're trying to at least reward everyone with a with a good fresh you know easter episode so with that this is a fun little segment zach and we had fun this morning when we were talking about this and kind of coming up with the, the whole the whole get up of it oh yeah <laughs> um yeah no we had a lot of fun but you know it's funny i do have the albert pool Hall's highlights we're gonna show them real quick i i knew i did not upload them. i'm like they're definitely on here so i'm gonna show them look at this moonshot i don't even care if we go out of order in the show look at this i the, when you load something like this Woo wee! Look at that bomb! <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh yeah, walk off solo shot. Yeah, I mean the he's, Cubs. He's he's a leader, man. You know, like he leads <laughs> by example. He played, you know. So, hey, we're just getting sidetracked here on the show. Look at that! This, this oh, yeah, is great. Perfect. Okay, it all yeah. rolls into each other. See, we're trying to plug ourselves. So let's look at this. So we have a fun segment. I'm pulling up the graphic for everyone right now. So we decided with famous rabbits and bunnies with the <laughs> Easter Bunny, we gave up with ten. And we're going to have to remember this too. And we almost need to take a picture. Oh, of I have the list, right? I have oh, the perfect. List, I'm glad right, you do. Right. Okay. So I pulled <laughs> I did up some the, research. I pulled up. All right. So I did pull up the graphic um, for our viewers. And this should be really, like I said, this should be a lot of fun. Right. So we picked 10 famous rabbits, bunnies, and we pictured what if we had a five on five basketball game, Zach? Well, five on five basketball game. And of course, I didn't build these boxes to be like close to each other. So I'm like, they'll be shifting up and down producing this while I do this. But we, we, we I, and this is fun. So we have a pool of 10 bunnies and rabbits. And we're going to pick who would win a five-on-five game. So should I right. go through the list real quick? I'll pull it back up again for everybody. So the list is, and for anyone that can't watch us on Twitch and is just listening in, uh, there we go. See, Lauren even said Lola. Yeah, see, so we got Peter Cottontail, Lola Bunny, which is like Bugs Bunny's girl. I don't even know if they're married or, or living together or what they're doing, but Bugs Bunny's <laughs> on there as well. Um, Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Buster Baxter from Arthur. Roger Rabbit. The Easter Bunny. Uh, the Trix Rabbit, the Nesquik Bunny. Is it Nesquik Rabbit or Nesquik Bunny? I thought it was the Bunny. I think it's Bunny. Good, good. All right. I just want to make sure. And, and the Energizer Bunny. So we got one, two. I'm actually curious. So we actually got a really good blend. We got five bunnies and five rabbits in this pool. Perfect. And Zach, I didn't even tell you this. This is what this is what it's going to be. We got carrots versus candy. Okay. I figure that's the squad names for the rabbits and bunnies. It. Carrots versus candy, baby. Oh, it. yeah. Oh, this is going to be some fun stuff. So All right, are you so- carrots or candy? What are we doing here? I feel like we flipped the coin. Either you oh, need to right. like okay. pick, pick your name or pick to go first. We'll do both. All right, let's do it. I got so the you're coin go right here. It. Zach's got the official coin right here. He's All flipping right. it right now. You're calling it. Okay. Tails. It never fails, right? Tails, it is. Yeah, let's go. There you go. Oh, I'm definitely taking the draw. I'm taking the first pick, hundred okay. percent. I've, I've had it on the board. I've been thinking about what I want, like my vision for my okay. team. This is this is great, and this is a good plug too for the NFL draft coming up. And we got some exciting stuff for that in two uh, the next two weeks. I feel like that's what our show's going to be pretty heavy on. Um, for the next See, even the, the chat, the chat knows they understand that that Lola is you know is, is a good basketball player. And it's funny, Zach, because without further ado, before. Cuts giving it away, but I'll tell you, I'll let you go oh. first, but pick your team name. Oh, I did my homework. Don't act like, don't groan. Uh, uh, That's why I, I wanted see, the coin. If, you, if you're going to pick the who I think, that was my first pick too. Um, I'll be Team Carrots. All right. <laughs> 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 okay, so the candy's going, just like sweet, just the sweet part of the game. Let's pull up the rabbit. All right, so. All right, like I got like the little music. Team Candy's on the clock. Yeah, you know, damn, that's the one thing I forgot to build out was a little draft box for us. Okay, here we go. With the opening pick in the rabbit draft, the candy are selecting Lola Bunny, Space Jam. Oh, yeah, and then look at this. This is a great pick. We got the highlights right here. She's really got a good vertical game. She can get to the basket. She has really good dribble. She can get right to the lane, can finish with both hands. She has ups. Even Michael Jordan, I'm like, I can't, I'm like picking on the wrong graphic. Even Michael Jordan, like at the end of that clip, you see Michael Jordan staring like a deer in the headlights when he sees how good she plays. If you get Michael Jordan's respect, you are on my team. Like, like 
That's all I'm looking for. She can make shots. She's like I said, she can space the floor real well. She's got a jill. Like she, she is all I want. And 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 and, and fools would maybe say, oh no, like the, it's about like almost if you look at the Space Jam school, they'd be like, oh man, you missed Bugs Bunny. He's actually the bigger rabbit in that group. No, no, no. I know what I'm doing. Well, I know what I'm doing. That's, that's yeah. She's got heart. She grinds on the court. Oh man, that really hurts me because that was gonna be my first pick. She's you know you can't. Uh... Oof, okay, we'll see what team team carrots has to. Uh... You got to you got to recover here. So let's pull up the list. So okay, so so Lola Bunny is off the list. So I can run it through for you again. So we got all Perfect. sorts of going. Yeah, this is this is big. Peter Cottontail, Roger Rabbit, Easter Bunny, Nesquik Bunny, Energizer Bunny, Tricks Rabbit, Buster Baxter, Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh. All right. Well, and we're going to go. I forgot to say this actually when we were texting earlier. We're going to do a snake draft. So you get two picks. Oh, we're doing a snake draft. Yeah, we are. Okay. We're going to snake it. All right. I like that. There you go. See, there's right. a smile on your face. All right. That helps. That helps ease this pain because I think Lola was by far the MVP of this draft class. We're going to um, build around her. It's 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 like I said. It's a it's a big picture, and we're trying to like I said, we're building for the future with her. Yeah. Okay. I got my <laughs> pick. The first pick is in uh, from Team Carrots, and Team Carrots with the first pick of the rabbit bunny draft we'll go with mr bugs bunny he's going bugs with bunny. bugs bunny huh we're going with bugs you know um i feel like and the only reason why i did this is because i think if bugs and lola are paired together that's an unstoppable combination so i think the lola bunny pick kind of forced my hand to take bugs to make sure that they were not teamed together see that's, that's smart. i team. didn't think about it. but you know let, let's look at dude do you want to watch the tape pull this up look at this look at this for a film on, on twitch he's getting crossed up in this tape this is not good this is <laughs> like it, it's just like i said it's it's not good it's like his ears got tied up look at him are you looking at this that's i know what I, I know he did but you, know what? you want brett brown as your coach too because they'll play <laughs> zero defense between bugs bunny and him out there i promise you that i feel like what i also like about bugs is his I think he's got a little bit of leadership he's got some good leadership he organized this team to take on um was it Space Mountain and the Monstars yeah, I, I mean, mean it takes a lot of guts to do that yeah I think we got a good leader in Bugs maybe not athletic but we got a good leader but you know it's that point he's played in big games right like if they lose that game they're stuck on Moron Mountain forever so yeah. you know it's like right like a, that's a do or die situation and, and like you said you got to imagine that he's gotten like some intangibles from playing with Michael Jordan and Bill Murray Right, yeah. that has to, and Wayne Knight. You know that has right. to help having the three of them in your camp. Good influence, right? That has to. I mean, that has to help a good bit. I think. Yeah, well, it's that, and and I think there's also rumor that he is the CEO of um, Michael Jordan's uh, Secret Sauce. So I think he could bring some of that to the table too. Oh yeah, don't forget yeah. about the Secret like, Sauce. And he's going to keep a good loose locker room, right? Nothing's going to get too out of hand. Yeah. Right. Like maybe the guys go out drinking one night, but like outside of that, it's not too bad. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they lose. Eh, that's all, folks. You know, you want a carrot bender, and and he's gonna like that too. Home ground team carrots, like that's, it, you know, he's gonna love that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Absolutely. So, what's your second pick, though? Yeah. So, it's second pick of the rabbit bunny uh, draft, team carrots is going to select. I have some. I have my. I have some uh, scout. My scouting report. We're gonna go with Roger Rabbit. Woo! Okay. You know why we're going with Roger Rabbit? I'm interested was, in this one. He was framed for a crime he never committed, right? And in order to keep dodging the authorities, you got to be elusive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This bunny is elusive. He's got the moves. He's got speed. That's my guy. He's yeah, you know, he's going to be able to help you push it up the floor. Like he's going to fit well in that locker room with Bugs Bunny, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because like, so Bugs too. the type of guy like who's going to help him, especially right after everything he's been through, to kind of like loose, like like I said, have some fun out there on the floor. Yeah, I think so too. I think it'll be a good. It's a good combination. You know, the speed is what got me here. I think he ran like a four four forty yard dash. So. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Jackrabbit speed. That's, that's good right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. Uh, absolutely. See, it's interesting. Speaking of that, I actually thought you were going to go. So I already have my next pick all lined up. I, I if you'd let me do two picks, I would have took this person um so we're, we're looking we're trying to build an identity with this team so let me pull up the list one more time so okay so who's off the board so we got lola off the board roger rabbit off the board and bugs bunny off the board so look at that okay so i'm gonna stick uh whew, we're gonna push it we're going with pace but the second round pick the candy select energizer bunny okay i knew that energizer universe yeah well we're looking to push it up the floor you can see he's i mean it, like he's got good power he can work in the paint he can get up the floor uh it's he's been around the, the block for about 25 years right like he's he's got a good longevity in his career so i i like this a lot i think i he's i just think with him and lola out there pushing it up the floor like you love that you yeah. love that right yeah absolutely yeah 
hundred percent. And you know, it's funny. I'm going to go complete 180 on. You're not going to believe who I'm going to take with my next pick here. Oh boy. So real quick, just so anyone just joining us on this rabbit bunny draft. Yeah. Look, we're doing a little five on five basketball. There's 10, there's five bunnies. There's five rabbits. That's and we're right. looking at it from this perspective. Yeah. Look at this. See, even the chat saying everyone else needs to go home. This, those two together, Lola and the Energizer, like it's just out. It, they will run. Yeah. They'll run like Derrick Rose at Memphis with John Calipari. Are you kidding me? That's Woo-hoo. my concern, but yeah. Okay. Who, who All right. Your third pick, hey, Max. Okay. So yeah, as I as I as I pat myself on the back for the first two ones. Um, we're gonna go. So we don't have height though. We got a lot of speed. We need to get some some height in the paint. I like Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh. Okay. I know it's like an out of the box pick. Maybe some would label it a reach. Um, I don't know the, the question marks, the locker room thing, like not a, not a real, like, you know, kind of can get down their own head. They're not always there like mentally. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's going to be a little bit of an issue. Um, but I do like rabbit size, good body in the paint. Someone that Lola can find down there, right? Like a big, like, it, like we're just looking for them to post up and just be that extra, like that big body out there. Like the Yao Ming, when he was back on the rockets back in the day, just okay. space in the floor. And like I said, it's, it's not the pick we need. But it's the pick that's going to help us get where we need to go. I think personally. Okay, so I see where you're you're going with some of the physical attributes, which is which is obviously that needs yeah. to be taken in consideration. So I think I'm going with a little bit more of a small ball lineup with some more characters maybe on my team. So with the third Ooh. pick, okay, the third pick of the Rabbit Bunny draft, Team Carrots selects the Easter Bunny. That's a good pick. That's a really good Easter pick. Bunny. I mean, think about it for a second. He gives the, the Easter eggs. He hides them. He's sneaky. He knows where to put things where you're not going to look. That means he's good with his ball handling. He'll he'll do some behind the back. He'll stare yeah. in your face and right over here. It goes, right? Yeah. That, and I also like his locker room leadership capabilities because guess what? He judges. He judges hard. If you are not good, you don't get any Easter egg. Easter eggs. Right. So who do you, so I'm going to utilize. He's going to take care of the guys that work hard. People will rally around him in the locker room, get in the weight room, things like that. Yeah, that's a really exactly. good Exactly. So what I'm going to do is my specific task for the Easter Bunny is going to be to hold bugs in check. So hopefully that kind of elevates his game. You know what I'm saying? So he's just kind of the guy that's like, it's, it's, it's the leader a little bit in the sense. So I want, yeah, I'm looking for the Easter Bunny to be kind of the authoritarian. You know what I mean? Like kind of lay the law down, hold people in check. Yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like with the Chicago Blackhawks, how you had like Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane. Like he's more the Taze and, and Kane's more your Bugs Bunny. Right, and I'm looking for the Easter Bunny to be the Pippin here. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's interesting. I actually was looking at the chat too. Dude, Rabbit doesn't have any hops. I didn't think about that. Mm. Winnie the Pooh, he doesn't jump at all. There you go. He wants, that's that's a huge – I actually did not think about that. When he doesn't rebound, <laughs> that's a huge problem. Hey. Okay. He's going to be a big pick and roll guy, big pick and roll guy. But, okay. you know, but getting back to the Easter, but you're right. And dude, he's got the endurance. He went all night long delivering Easter baskets. So he's got good biceps, good shoulder strength, which is going to be really good around the, like the glass. He's going to be banging rabbit's body in the pal. Oh, this is a problem. That's right. He travels, man. He travels all around. Not literally with the basketball. I was going to say, I hope he does. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So what about your next one though? All right. With the fourth pick of the rabbit bunny draft team carrots selects. Buster Bunny, Arthur's best friend, Buster Bunny. Oh, baby, he's going with Buster? That's oh, right. Man. Yep, and, and let me tell you, you see, he's a guy you can lean on in hard times. He's a great best friend figure. He's very kind-hearted. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I feel like Roger Rabbit might need that in a teammate. See, you're going for the locker room. I'm, I'm see, strictly I- going for a locker room? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going for the bunny hole. That's right. You're Correct. going for a good bunny hole. Yeah, I mean, because they're right. You think you got Bugs, like I said, is a good guy. You got the Easter Bunny, save your leadership. Roger Rabbit, who's that jaded figure, but you know he's going to get to the cup for you and be that blue-collared guy. But at the same point, you need someone to have, like help him out a little bit. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. That's that's good. I did some homework. I did some scouting with – I really dove into these these folks' past to see what could yeah. possibly haunt them. Well, this is like the NFL respond. draft. This is big time. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I did a huge. lot of interviews, yeah. So, all right, so I've got – is there what there's I got it's funny so I have mine two left so we got technically three picks so I'll, I'll take the yeah. the final one and then what the fourth round so, so I'm taking just, you got the final the fourth and the first of the fifth so I'm taking the nest quick bunny okay okay and then really what we should just do because I guess I'll just it'll be up to me for the last one we'll break down between Peter Cottontail and, and the Twix the Twix rabbit yeah or not Twix the uh, tricks I can't even talk I'm thinking about Twix from the Seinfeld episode but no <laughs> tricks rabbit you know, so the rabbit tricks are for kids see he's tricking me um, but right. Okay. So we got, and then we got between him and Peter Cottontail. Cause like I said, let's, let's real quick. Look at the tape on Nesquik though. I like Nesquik a good bit energize. 
Uh, chocolate milk's really good for you. It's good for your bones. It's it's like you know, like I said, it's got a lot of calcium in it. So right, like he's he's kind of like our health nutrition. We're going for athleticism. You're going for culture. I'm going for athleticism. We need to be in good shape. Lola's got to push it up the floor. Energizer Bunny's got to be juiced perfectly. And even yeah. I grabbed the, the highlights. He's long lasting now, Zach. So he's got extra. He's got extra stamina out there on the court. So I, you know, like I said, I'm really excited with that. And then like I said, you you pair that up. Um, you add like rabbits big frame. He could use like he could use a little uh, nutrition too in his diet. And like I said, then you get Nesquik in there. And chocolate milk's fun. Everyone likes chocolate milk. So maybe that'll bring a smile to rabbit's face. Okay. Very nice. I like that. I, I kind of like that that spin you had to it. Very so nice. I'm torn though between the Trix Rabbit and and Peter Cottontail because I honestly think both are locker room cancers, Zach. I do. I do. Yeah, I do. I mean, all right, let's let's break down the team. So you want to go with who do you want to look at first? Peter Cottontail or do you want to look at uh the Trix Rabbit? Let's break down Trix first. I mean, it's all in his name. He's a prankster. Like, True. he's more interested in fooling around. Not to mention, he's not a good mm-hmm. prankster, right? People that pull pranks are great, but people that pull pranks and they're like, yeah, but the pranks suck. That No one likes that guy or girl. Like, so, True. Right, it, so Could be a distraction. That, he, exactly. Distraction in the locker room. See, if I was you, you would want that probably. With all the fun going on, he would be the type of person that wouldn't be able to kind of control themselves. Yeah. True. Contain themselves. Well, if he's but, a trickster, maybe he's good. Maybe he's a good, maybe he's a steel artist on the defensive end. As yeah, well. he could be scrappy. The yeah. kind of little fake thing, yeah. Maybe you know. the Pat Beverly of the team you're looking for. See, that's a good point. He could be the Patrick Beverly. See, now Ooh. I'm giving you ideas now. Well, because oh. here's the problem, right? Look, when you look at when you break down Peter Cottontail, and I actually saw it in the chat earlier. It's not good. It's not no. good. He kind of we, moseys around. I, and look, I hate to be this guy because I look at us on the show as like we're trying to like be positive and like, and I don't really mean to expose this guy in his worst light. But I'm bringing up the B-roll right now as you look at it everything's on the line it's easter right and they're like look you got to win this competition and he chooses to party i'm looking at the tape right now we even got the video footage of it it's a disgrace yeah it's a disgrace i mean he's out raging all night long just partying with his rabbits and having a good old time and and really they say in the clip too they said he already assumed he won so he went out all the night before (laughs) i mean do i do i need to paint you a picture of what type of red flags that is that's horrible yeah that's like First of all, he set not they set one alarm. You don't set one alarm. You set two alarms, like when it, for for a big thing like that. And he, and like you said, it doesn't it. Um, you know, it's it's funny. Actually, I'm just looking at the check. It actually made me stop my rant for a second. Tricks doesn't care about the culture at all, though, man. Tricks are for kids, and he's always trying to steal them. <laughs> That's true. I never oh, thought man. of that. It's such a good point in the chat. Like, well, well he chat. could be good for the fan base, maybe. You know, like interact interact i feel like fans. he's the type of guy where one pictures he'd be like no nah, i'm too busy trying to like figure out what's going on with these kids like it isn't like right like i don't know i feel like he's just too like he's he's selfish really at its core yeah so basically what we're saying is it's almost a lose-lose here you just got to figure out what's the the, the least i think i take all right so here's what i'm gonna take peter cottontail after i just trashed him okay uh, I'm, I'm gonna take peter cottontail and here's why i like him because he did rectify easter right he did sleep he did sleep and he almost bots the whole easter operation but nevertheless he did salvage it a little bit he mm-hmm. did he he turned it around it took him some time i'd like to see that maybe he he learned from that 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 uh really that's just that whole catastrophe in general and that he's going to be a type of guy that's going to fall in like lola's the type of person that they can put his arm because here's the other thing too right we see the 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 the, the influence that lola bunny has had on on guys before like bugs I feel like she's the type of girl, right? Like from Peter Cottontail, like he likes to party. He likes like like the, the, the lady rabbits. Like he'll kind of settle in. Like, cause he's going to be thinking about her and she's like, yo, we're here to work. Like he's going to, he's going to fall in. Yeah. I mean, Hey, Bugs might not like that. Bugs might not like that. He might really, he might play Peter Cottontail hard in the paint. He's messing, see, he's messing with his girl. Is is there an issue with maybe that, like, he, like his head might not be there. Cause he's just seeing her across the floor. He, see, I like, when you Ooh, talk to him, I was point. like, really? Like, that's a good point. All right, so let's break it down real quick. Let's look at the roster real quick. So we, all right, so and it's funny because I hate myself. Really should have made this graphic more like. Although we did pick on the fly, so I couldn't. I guess I could have predicted this. Um, although this is actually, if you just flip out, okay. So Peter Cotton. So the carrots, uh, or I'm sorry, the candy, are Peter Cottontail, Lola Bunny, the Nesquik Bunny, Rabbit from Rinny the Pooh, and the Energizer Bunny. Mm-hmm. And the carrots are made up of uh, Roger Rabbit. The Easter Bunny, the Tricks Rabbit, Buster Baxter from Arthur, and Bugs Bunny. Yeah, that's pretty and, good. Yeah, you know what I'm really looking for in this in this team and the dynamic. You, you see, Roger and Tricks have a little bit of a jaded past. 
Yeah. I'm really hoping that Buster can kind of be like the best friend that can be like, all right, guys, you know, like, it's okay. We all make mistakes. Like, it's all right. Let's move forward. Right. And the Easter Bunny is going to really hold them accountable. And Bugs is just going to be like, yo, don't mess with my girl on the other side of the court. He's going to D up. Yeah, you're right. And, and for those of you just joining us, and they're like, what the actual hell are these guys talking <laughs> about right now? So, so it's Easter show, Easter special, trying to have a little fun. Um, and like we said, we, five on five basketball, we picked five bunnies and five rabbits, threw them in a pool, had a little draft. Carrots versus candy and Zach went for culture. You went for culture, like you said, and you and, and diverse culture too, because you, you have you have Roger Rabbit who's got a rough background. Then, like you said, you got the Easter Bunny, you got Bugs Bunny, you got uh, Buster Baxter there to kind of be the, the arm around the shoulder for them. Yeah. Um, and then for me, like I said, I, I went more with athleticism. So like we we're obviously building this thing around Lola. Um, I want to pull up those highlights again of her just crossing over Bugs Bunny. This is just this is just really just a beautiful She's got thing. Moves, man. She's she got does moves. like she can be- dribble backwards, dribble forward. She spins around, slices and dices. This is great. And then I got the Energizer Bunny as well. Look at him just dusting off those things, putting the – oh, yeah. I feel bad. A lot of the highlights we have on, are on our draft roll. What well, guys I ended up taking? All three of them, I guess. Oh, no, that's um, good. I mean, hey, you know, I think with the combination that you have with Lola and Energizer, I mean, then, I'm really going to have to lean on Roger and, and Trix, really. I just can't get over. I'm pulling the Peter Cottontail tape up. That scares me, man. It scares me. Look at that party. And look at this. That- look at this. He's not. He, he's about to go to bed, and he's just like, ah, whatever. Don't you think that maybe like Peter Contel could maybe have a bad influence on Nesquik and be like, hey, yo, Nesquik, let's make a mudslide, you know, before a game. Oh you ever think about that one? God, I didn't think about that at all. <laughs> Any chance you want to set up a, a trade, a rabbit to be named later? I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll let you know after um, after uh, we do a, a couple weeks of practice. All right, well, let's hear from the chat. I want to see what 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 our audience is thinking. Who would win that five on five if we were yeah. playing some some hooping? Uh, like I said, I went for some size. With I guess I should finish announcing my team. So, like I said, it was it was the Energizer Bunny, Lola, um, Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh, the Nesquik Bunny, and Peter Cottontail. Um, good size, good spacing. I feel like the Nesquik Bunny can play that three real well too. You know what I mean? Like he can kind of plug the side of it. Like we're looking at Rabbit at the five. Um, and maybe he'll play the four, which he can do, which he can do that. Okay. Peter Cottontail's small, so he's probably going to play the two. Yeah. Um, Lola's obviously the one just cause she's going to be dribbling the, the ball up. And then, you know, and like, so yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, no, I, I could see that for sure. Um, I'm trying to lay out my, my roster right now. Yeah, let's how see. I would line yeah, what's it your up. starters looking like? Cause you're like, I said, you're a culture guy. I'm a culture guy. So, you know, I think I'm going to have Buster running the point. Because, like I said, he's more of the best friend guy. Like, he'll put you above everybody else. He's not afraid to pass and give he'll, up the glory. He's like the Rajan Rondo, like, uh, with the stats. You know, with having, like, eight points and, like, 30 assists. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That's – yeah, I'm looking for double digits and assists from him every game. Well, in this in this game. Sure. Um, the tr- – you know, tricks, I'm think. well, let me think. I think for shooting guard, I want Roger. Because, like yeah. I said, he's elusive. Yeah. You know, He's dodged the authorities his whole life, you know, for something again, for something he didn't do, by the way. Come on. And yeah, that's the other thing. Shame, you know. So I think he's going to run the two. He's our speed guy. Okay. And I think I'm going to have, um, I think I'll have uh, Bugs at the three, just be, from a size perspective. And I think he can maybe get on the, be out on the wing, or hit him, hit him in the post and shoot. See, that's the thing. You're very bad. Like, you're very identical. So you can kind of, everyone can kind of play a bunch of different positions. That's what's scary about your roster. Yeah. For me, like guarding it, I should say. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see, you know. Um, in a fictitious game that we're not even Yeah, right. For the for the four, you know, I think I'm going to put – I think I'm going to stick tricks at the four, and I'm going to put the Easter Bunny at the five because, like I said, Easter Bunny is the judge. You know, he'll he'll block you. He'll good block shoulders. You like when we that, talked about good, good frame for rebounding. No, that makes all too much sense. Right. I mean, he's yeah, going to bang Rabbit's body, especially Rabbit's kind of soft. Yeah, now for the Easter Bunny, I'm looking for for probably like a 12 and, and 8 stat line is what I'm looking for out of him. I want some putbacks and I want some rebounds and maybe five blocks. <laughs> I love this. I wish we could run this game out. I know. This is so, great. Candy versus carrots, you know. Yeah. We're the chat's slowly leaning right now more towards the towards the candy because they, they think that Lola and the Energizer Bunny can pick up the slack for for Peter Cottontail. That's a great, that's a great backcourt you have. It's it's tough to beat that. It's yeah. scrappy. It's like the Golden State Warriors a little bit with like Clay and Steph. You know, I am afraid of that. Maybe you know, looking back, maybe I shouldn't have took Bugs first, but I did it solely because you know I felt in I feel an like ideal world, there's more there's more mammals in the draft, and you can trade back. 
You know yeah. what I mean? You can trade back to get that guy. Cause I, I thought, I think the thought was there. It's right. You're just not taking it with number two. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I think the carrots, I think we, I think we give us like a couple days of practice and fine tune our skills and really, you know, hammer down on the, in the locker room and we're, we're there. We'll I love up. it. Yeah. All right. Well, so let's keep the Easter vibes going. So, um, we had a couple other ones. So you had one that you liked uh, and we'll keep it kind of the draft terms, right? You were saying, um, what was like a gem pick, like a gem egg. The best uh, egg, like when you're yeah. going on the hunt, huh? Yeah, I'll even – I'll stop butchering it. You you, you got it. Yes, yeah, so we all know that like when we do our Easter egg hunts, you know, whether you had a little bit of money in your eggs or like that – they were empty, maybe you just found chocolate in one. That was the, the goal. Let me tell you, this guy was by far the best egg found in the 1999 NBA draft. The second round, he's the 57th overall pick. Out of Argentina, Manu Ginobili. Wow. I think he's a diamond in the rough egg that they found later in the draft. Sixth man of the year where he's a three-time champion, two-time uh, two all-star. He's the role player that you need. You know, if I could find a player like him for Team Carrots, I would. I would. That's and, a good uh, one. His, his stat line is not sexy at all. But I'm telling you. He's the team player that they had, the sixth six man off the bench. He was pivotal, and when they took down oh. – and we all know how I feel about LeBron by now. He was pivotal when they took down LeBron in that first year. That he, I'm in. I'm so in. I think that was – you know, that's a little um, – it's a deep cut, I think, but – By the way, if Ray Allen doesn't hit a shot from the stands, then they win that other final, too. So, whoops. Yeah, true. Whoops, exactly. I went there. I went there. I don't yeah. care. It, it, I don't care it, if it's Easter. We'll yeah. go there, yeah. Hey, Um. so, yeah, I think – Le- oh, Real quick, I just add that in. Remember when LeBron – jacked up that last shot that almost broke the backboard and then chris bosh tips it to ray allen i'm laughing and it's like ah yeah. <laughs> this is great it's over no oh, i remember Brown's like nope well. and i do i swear when i once the ball got tipped though to allen like i stopped like i was like it, like obviously yeah. it all happened so fast but it was like yeah. the giggle and the smile like the smile went right There's off my the, face and then they got the ball it's like ah yeah. like and it went in and then he makes oh. it of course yeah so yeah manager nobly i think was the best one of the best eggs ever found as far as from a draft perspective. That's a good in, one. In NBA terms. Yep. Ooh, I like that one a lot. So I'm going to go with an egg that wasn't drafted at all. It was one of the, and ironically enough, we're talking about grocery stores and finding eggs where you could dye them and hide them and do the whole thing. Kurt Warner bagging groceries, then you know becomes the quarterback for the greatest show on turf. What about that one, Zach? That's a phenomenal egg. I mean, yeah. you think about you, the, the, I mean, the Packers passed on him. Like he went through a lot. He played in the AFL, like from Iowa, he's bagging groceries in Iowa, like had a wife and kids and a family, and he's still trying to create his NFL dream. And then, and then, Hall like, said, he's, you're right. And then all of a sudden, now he's the, the conductor of the greatest show on turf train. Like, that's that's pretty, that's quite the thing. Man, I remember when it was the greatest show on turf, and it was him, Falk, Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, all those guys watching those games. Like, they were like, they were like when the Patriots hit that, like, were their peak. That they was, that was them. with like Randy Moss and like that. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that was the Rams. Every time the Rams played, I was like, yep. All right. Well, they won, you know? Oh, I know. So they yeah, were, that's, that's a phenomenal. I feel that's like probably they the always home too. Like mm-hmm. they were always in that dome. It felt like they played too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was an unstoppable team and great guy too. Oh, absolutely. And then, all right. So I'll tell you, we got one more Easter related segment here. Um, and then we have a fun announcement too about our schedule. You know, it's funny. We've heard, we've heard the comments loud and clear, dude. <laughs> Well, I'll get to that actually in a little bit. So we'll, yeah. we'll prioritize. I'm not going to get sidetracked go. now. Yeah, exactly. Let's just, you know, pump the brakes, Karen. <laughs> uh, we're we're, we're still a little show. Okay. Um, one last thing, though. Easter candy. We get a lot, you know, the baskets, the, the sweets. The, the, there's the, the peep chicks. By the way, I hate those chicks, those marshmallow, like, little – do you like those? No. Hate them. No, horrible. Yeah, they, they're horrible. Yeah, I don't know Who what the big them? or is. Yeah. I, it's just anyone in there, it's like, I don't I don't know if I should chat them right now. If you like them, chat us. I'd no, love to know. Because like, I'd like I, to know the amount of people that actually do. They're garbage. Yeah. They're, yeah. It's really not good. Yeah. Just for chemicals, man. I, and you bite it. It's like you bite. And you don't even know. It's like it's like crunchy from all the sugar, but mushy because of the marshmallow. Like, yeah. Everything about that eating experience is not enjoyable. Not fun. Not like, it, ugh. no. And I don't care if it's pink, yellow, how white. Does, yeah. How does one crave one of them? Like, can you get a craving for that? Is it possible? If so, like, chat us up. I'd See, like to, to know. me, that's like almost saying like, oh, I could really crave like some 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 coconut ice cream. It'd be like. What? <laughs> yeah like how does that happen no like yeah, yeah i don't even know that exists but no. hopefully it doesn't but okay okay so rambling all right so sweets that we got there like i said for the easter basket so let's think of there's probably no real smooth way of articulating what i'm trying to say for the segment so i'll just kind of throw it out there yeah um what is a really cool or like sweet let's rephrase 
a sweet, easy thing on the eyes to watch. Just that, that milky chocolate, like just that, like, like that, you know what I mean? Like that idea, like the sweetness that yum, like that, like that melts in your mouth feeling yeah. but for your eyes, watching someone in sports where you're just like, I could just sit here and watch this person for hours. Like, I don't even care if they're on my team, not on my team, something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with the man whose nickname is sweetness. We're going with Walter Payton. Oh, I Walter love that. Payton. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, from 1975 to 87, I mean, he was the guy. And, and at that point, for part of his career, they were playing 14 games a regular season, and he rushed for over 1,800 yards in a 14-game season. Like, could you imagine if he was playing it today? Well, now that it's 17 games, even if it was 16 still, he's yeah. over 2,000 and then some. You know, he's a Hall of Famer, second all-time leading rusher in the NFL. And, you know, watching – like, I, I wasn't born to actually physically watch him play, but I grew up – I would always watch highlights and read up about him. I mean, he was probably one of the smoothest, most elusive, well-rounded backs the NFL has ever seen with a stiff arm like no other, you know, and just it's just, it's great to watch. It's sweet. It's funny you said that because I'm actually going to go same style, same division, same sport, different running back. Oh, I think I know. What do you got? You got Barry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, Barry Sanders, man. Oh, my goodness. I mean, and this is coming from a Packers fan. I was sitting there watching like the, the football life on him. And it like I just started watching his tape one time and I like just got lost in the couch sitting. I just like like watching. I was like, wow, like those moves. Like, because yeah. the thing is, and like you look at someone like Saquon Barkley is a good example, especially more of his tape at Penn State, what he did there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who say, Oh, he's Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders, and like, and this is no knock on Saquon, but I almost be like, like, did have you seen the Barry Sanders tapes? Cause like he did yeah. that in the league. Like, and, mm-hmm. and I think Saquon can do it too. Obviously, he's still very young in his career, and the Giants as you know, are still building and getting to where they need to be. Yep. But right. Like, like Barry, man. Oh my, like, the way he just like, when he, it's funny. Cause people always say, you gotta get North and South. You gotta get North and South. And that's the truth with, mm-hmm. you know, playing football and being a running back position. But he was like the one, he was like the exception to that rule because he was so good and shifty. And like, it was just, like, it was just so much fun watching tape of him. Yeah. I think Barry was, was by far the best um, East and West you know, agility guy the NFL has ever seen. I think Barkley is right below him. I think Barkley could could possibly be up there with him. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I remember watching him towards the end of his career, and, yeah, just phenomenal. Yeah, both those running backs are sweet. We got some uh, sweet sweet twos. So, and, you know, honestly, it's funny. I, the real answer, I feel like I'd say anything that's going to be on TV now, like – yeah. You know what I mean, if you said yeah. if you seriously, if you said two prey mantises are racing, I would be like, that's that's beautiful. Look at that that's stride. Sweet. Yeah, like okay. that's sweet stuff. Live sports. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I'll take anything. It's yeah. we're we're living it right now. It's horrible. We are, yeah. This quarantine life, you know, it's it's different. Yeah, it is. But all right, so speaking of that, so we're, we 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 heard the comments, we heard the feedback. We're having some fun with living room sports talk, but we probably should, you know, maybe get a little bit more on a regiment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna open up uh, our quarantine show schedule, so that way everyone is more aware of what we're gonna be on instead of just at one o'clock one day you see an Instagram post roll out that we're gonna be live. Yeah, oh, by the way, we're on that right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, by the way, turn on now. Um, so yeah, so for as long as the quarantine lasts, we're gonna be on every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at seven p.m. Eastern time. Yep. And then on Saturdays we'll be on at two p.m. Eastern time for a little for the East Coast folks, a little afternoon break um in your weekend so uh so yeah afternoon we'll be, delight that's right for an afternoon delight and we'll hopefully uh with that schedule be able to provide some some light and uh some laughter during the quarantine for everyone and that's what we're moving forward with yeah so it should be a fun show i want to thank everyone for watching too so like i said so we'll be back um so we'll start tomorrow and we have a good lineup. so we got so dan driscoll who will be on our show on on tuesday that's gonna be one of really good guests um and he, he's really you know, basically starting marsh creek football had a huge influence a huge influence in southeastern pennsylvania it's and it's for anyone that's you know not from the from the local pennsylvania area watching our show where we kind of all our headquarters is based um marsh creek football is, a, is just a youth uh league that kyle Letta, when we were had him on he was talking about it's a real rich program and, and and guys like matt ryan played in it so there's a lot, a lot of great stories that's gonna be a really cool interview zach on tuesday i can't wait for to talk to dan and and find out more, like I said, just all about those things. But we'll also have a show tomorrow, Monday. Kind of get everyone started off a little bit. Because it's going to be tough. Everyone's going to be uh, – how much wine do you think is flowing right now for our viewers? They're watching it. You know, they're on their second or third glass of the Marlowe, you know, getting ready oh, for the sure. ham. <laughs> What's going on in the Rothenberger house today? Oh, uh, yeah, not much. We played some uh, – played some uh, the logo game. You ever play that one? It's a little – No, what's that? So it's a card game where, you know, you basically it's, – it's a card. There's four questions, and you ask the question, and they're all around like a brand or a logo. So, uh, and then if you get it right, you move on the board. So 
yeah, we're just kind of hanging tight, oh, love playing, that. playing the game. We'd love to yeah. watch the sports or maybe the Masters final round, but hey, we can't. Can't um, do that. I think ESPN actually, you know what? Fox at three o'clock Eastern for all you Giants fans out there is playing Super Bowl 42. I was about to say, don't like, you know, did you see it in my eyes? Like the, the buckle? Waiting, oh, waiting, yeah. I was like, don't say it, don't say it. Like, don't say those games. Yeah. I, I will never watch those games ever, guy. I promise you that. Ever. <laughs> never, ever. Literally, I, just, I wouldn't either. <laughs> no, no. It's like the whole, like, if, and if someone handed me a tape for, for a present, I would literally go out, buy a shovel at the Home Depot, and start digging a <laughs> hole in there. I would do the whole, the whole bury the tape mm. thing. Uh, but no, it's yeah. just fun. Yeah, and this will be great. So, like I said, we'll keep everyone real quick. I'm just going to pull this up for, for everyone real quick for, for our listeners and viewers. Um, so you can see if you want to give us a follow and, and check out some more episodes. Like I said, we did talk about the one with Kyle for anyone that was joining us that didn't see that episode. That was a lot of fun. Um, one of the quarterbacks for the Eagles, Kyle Letta, was on uh, talking a lot about just the ins and outs of the NFL offseason, just what it, what it takes to be a quarterback in the NFL, um, and a lot of other fun around that, including you know all of our hearts getting ripped out over that Game 7 thing with, with the Sixers and the Sixers. Sixers. That was horrible, yeah. yeah. I felt pain. that was my favorite part of the segment because it was just we all it went from like 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 interviewers to like quarterback to like we're all just like we're just Sixers fans that just are broken. <laughs> yeah, was, we all can empathize with that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So real quick, so I'll pull up the social media. So if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, it's it's at underscore get sidetracked. Uh, if you're watching us on Twitch right now, you don't need this link. But if you're not and you're checking us out later and you hear this recorded version on Spotify, you can watch the live version uh, on Twitch. We highly recommend it because you can see this in the fun highlights and video aspect of it. Um, you can also visit us on uh, our website, Get Sidetracked. Zach has been crushing it with some awesome articles. Um, and like I said, you can check that out. You can also watch our channel on there. And most importantly, like I said, Spotify and iTunes, you can find us on there now. Uh, like I said, it's exciting. So you can check out all the episodes. If you're hanging out right now and you don't know this episode existed until you're you're on Spotify and iTunes listening to the recorded version, well, then high five to you for, for this point in time. Uh, that's pretty good stuff. Yes, this is a lot of fun. Um, it's funny. I was like, the one thing that I'm bummed about, man, is like, this is always when the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs are always on. Like, this is normally where I'd be like, all right, Zach, like, I'm going to get ready, maybe pour myself a glass of wine, get ready to go for the game. No. Yeah. Can't do no. that. Nope. No. It's a bummer. Hey, we're getting through it. We're getting through it. And hopefully, and I think, uh, yeah, hopefully we're getting closer. And that's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. You got it. You got to hope. So, like I said, we'll be back here at seven o'clock Eastern time tomorrow. So, Zach, you want to take, take them out? You got any positivity or any? I'm putting you on the spot, like always with it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so on this date, I forget how many years ago it was, was the, the game when um, one of the legends of the game, Kobe tore his Achilles, got back up and nailed two free throws in a row. So just a reminder to never let anything keep you down and uh, rest in peace. He was, I swear, dude, he was going to be my, um, like but the silky, like thing I could just sit there and watch like tape up for hours. I now thought about not, him too. Yeah. yeah. That's another one. That's like a, a I was going to say honorable mention. I feel like it's almost like an insult, <laughs> but but yeah, yeah this yeah. should be yes, yeah, so that should be great. Yeah. yeah I, love, yeah. Oh, I love a little sports fact too. That's right. Yeah. So perfect. We'll see everyone. Uh, I guess I was about to say what like 30 hours from now. 30 hours. About so, 30 yeah. hours from now. We're gonna take a, as Tony Rowley says on you know uh, I was about to say part of my tape, but uh, but part of the interruption that they're going on like a like a 24 hour break or 23 hour break, or whatever. We're going on a 30 hour <laughs> break, but perfect. So we'll see everyone on Monday at seven o'clock. We hope everyone has a great Easter, Passover, uh holiday weekend, and uh we hope we're able to provide some entertainment for you guys. Cheers. Absolutely, cheers.